I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Regularly Scheduled Programming, where we watch stuff and talk about it. I'm Joe. And I'm Ashley. And we're back again. Yeah, we took a little, another little unexpected break. We had some stuff come up, but hopefully we're back regularly now. (laughs) Um, So yeah, sorry about that. I didn't even post about it on social media, so. Yeah. You know, it happens. So, um, obviously, there's been a lot going on in the news. Yeah, D23. D23 was last weekend. Yeah, and then the Emmys were Monday. So, we do have quite a bit to talk about. We're not going to even try to, like, encompass the last couple weeks that we've been gone. But we will touch on D23 because that's the stuff that we're interested in. And I'll talk about the Emmys a little bit because that's the stuff that I'm interested in. (laughs) Yeah, and it's going to – it's not going to be as – I mean, not that our – episodes are typically like super structured but like where i don't think we're gonna do like a news portion basically everything we talk about from d23 is the news yeah exactly so to get us started i guess yeah just i have a article here from d23 with announcements and stuff like that so i'm gonna kind of go through it while we're talking okay and the first thing that they listed that we were interested in is we got a teaser for percy jackson and the olympians yeah not much there but we did get to see Percy, and then we got to see, like, well, I guess they did kind of lay out what it's about. Kind uh, of. Well, the, the teaser was just kind of a lot of shots and a look and feel. I, I I always, like, associate a teaser with this is the kind of vibe they're going for. Yeah. So, but what we saw looks good. Mm-hmm. We've never read the books. No. We have seen the original movies it's yeah it's been a while but we have seen those. And they were fine. Yeah, it is a book series that I wouldn't mind visiting uh maybe our son would be into it he i mean he's a little younger than like a percy jackson slash harry potter age i think but he might you never know yeah so looking forward to that Mm -hmm. going down the list oh i didn't even know about this one um the proud family louder and prouder season two okay i know people love the proud family like those people that watch it yeah uh it seems to have a really strong following Definitely. I know people were super excited when they brought it to Disney Plus, so Yeah, let's see. We have an announcement of a pentatonics uh thing on Disney Plus around the world for the holidays. Okay. Oh yeah, I saw this. The hip hop nutcracker. I did not see that. <laughs> uh Run DMC's Rev Run brings us along for a hip hop reimagining of the Nutcracker Ballet set in New York City. Okay, so when I saw this, I originally just saw the name Hip Hop uh, Nutcracker. Yeah. But reading that little synopsis, I'm like, that sounds kind of cool. That does sound really cool. It could really be cool. really cool. Yeah, that does sound cool. I think I might want to check that out. Yeah. Uh, we got a teaser for the uh, Santa Claus series. 
Right, which I will just say, like, maybe this was me either misremembering or not understanding, but I didn't realize it was going to be a whole series. I thought maybe it was another movie. No, I think I think when it was originally announced, it was going to be a series. So, yeah, I didn't know it was a series. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we got a teaser for that, and it seems like the premise is that he wants to retire as yeah. Santa Claus. Better than dying as Santa Claus, which I is guess. how he got the job, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they just keep amending that contract, apparently, or that clause. I guess so. Uh, we did get a teaser for National Treasure. The series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like both of those movies. I like that kind of adventure, treasure hunter uh, vibe. Uh, big fan of Indiana Jones. So, Yeah, I think that could be a really interesting series. Mm-hmm. What interested me most... Well, what was most surprising was it definitely seemed like it was targeted more towards a... More towards like the teenage demographic than I expected. Yeah. Uh, but... Like, it looks good. Uh, Don't really have much to go on because it was just a teaser. I mean, that might be, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, that might be an audience that Disney Plus can't really get because, like, they don't have a lot. Well, I mean, they have High School Musical, the musical, the series, which is, I guess, Mm teen-based. But, like, when I think about the Disney Disney Plus, like, we watch a lot of the Marvel stuff, of course. And then, like, there's a lot of kids stuff. Mm -hmm. But I wonder how much of a you know, maybe tween to teen audience they have or if they can even tell. I mean, maybe based on the age of the account. So I think that would be a good show for like that demographic. Yeah, it could be. um, I will say they already have one of the best things they can do to draw in that crowd, which is heavyweights. (laughs) So, But the only way they'd know about heavyweights is if they had like parents like us who are like, hey, we love this movie. Watch it. (laughs) Yeah. So continuing on with just uh, like Disney stuff. Mm hmm. We have we did get a uh, second trailer for Hocus Pocus two. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so I will say it took me a second to realize exactly what was going at o- going on, but uh, when the three sisters come out riding a broom, I think two different kinds of brooms, and then the last sister is on two Roombas. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good because I remember in the first one she was riding a, uh, a, a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, which was funny. Yeah, that's a good callback. Yeah, so I'm actually I. I will say I was I was obviously I was excited because I love Hocus Pocus, but like I don't didn't really understand how they could bring them back because, you know, whatever. I'm sure it will make as much sense as a lot of stuff does. Yeah. You know, which is none. Um, But I'm kind of excited to see it. And like they looked good. Like I wasn't sure how the sisters would look because the actresses are so much older Mm -hmm. than they were. But they actually look really good. Yeah. And at the same time, I think you and I are both kind of like if if the movie or show that we're watching is good, we don't really care if the setup makes sense. That's true. <laughs> you know, they could have just been like, yeah, it, it, it never, the end of the last movie never actually happened. They're just back. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Here, see what wackiness they uh, get into. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, this one you were really excited for. We got a trailer for Disenchanted. Yes. I love Enchanted. I love that movie. So I don't think I've ever even seen it all the way through. I don't know if you have, but um, I really kind of like the premise. It looks like... Um, the main character, whose name I am entirely blanking on right now, actually becomes like an evil stepmother of sorts. And I think that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. And James Marston is back playing the prince, and I love him. And um, it looks like they got um, the girl that plays 
she's in Rent, and she was in the original cast of Wicked, and she does the voice of Elsa oh, um, in Frozen. Is it Adina Manzel? Yes, Adina Manzel. She's back in it. Looks like they got everybody back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. So um, I'm really kind of excited. Um, I know like a lot of people don't like sequels. Which speaking of sequels, I did want to talk about something um, in a little bit, but um, I. It's not a sequel I would have ever expected or asked for, but I'm like, I'm okay that they're doing it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Moving on, we got a poster for Peter Pan and Wendy. Right, which I didn't know they were making. Yeah, and I think it doesn't say that it's a series, so I'm thinking it might be a movie. Um, I wonder wonder if it's, like, the newest in the live-action remakes. I don't know. We still haven't uh, watched the Pinocchio live-action, but I think that's because neither of us are really that big of... Yeah, I'm not that fans of Pinocchio. Yeah, it doesn't stand out to me from like my childhood or anything is used to scare me when I was a kid. Yeah. So (laughs) but funny fact about Pinocchio, my grandparents had that on beta. (laughs) On Betamax? Yes. Well, there you go. Uh, We got a uh, just a title treatment for Mufasa. Yeah. The Lion King. Yeah, which did they say is that? Um, did they say anything about it just what that says, is? Mufasa, the Lion King, uh, twenty twenty four. This is from the official Lion King Twitter. All right, it's got the blue check mark and everything. I but mean, yeah, like Mufasa. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Maybe it'll. I'm thinking it might be about like him and Scar growing up, or him, you know, early period in his reign yeah. or something. I mean, hey, you know what? I'll I'll probably watch it. We'll see what it's about when it comes out. Yeah. Uh so here's a controversial one. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh we got the we got a teaser for The Little Mermaid. Yes. I'm so excited. I think it looks really good. Based on what clips we see, the vibe looks right. It's I mean The fact that the director she was so from my understanding, this actress was the first one they ever saw and they hired her because they saw everyone else and then they were like no she was the best Mm -hmm. and to be honest she has a beautiful voice yeah and i'm sorry but how can your heart not be warm seeing literally all of the reactions all over tiktok twitter instagram yeah i have i have a tweet about that um that's a i don't want to say it's a hot take but about the reaction videos (laughs) yeah and people who are being ridiculous about the casting choice for ariel i think a good actress is a good actress yeah um looks like it seems like she can sing based on the little snippet we hear in the trailer beautiful um and also seeing some of the other um, actors in it because like lin-manuel is in it for it seems like he's playing a very small part Mm mm-hmm um, and then, I, if I remember correctly, Sebastian is being played by the guy that plays Lafayette and Jefferson oh. in um, Hamilton. And I cannot remember his name. Something Dobbs or Dibbs? I have no I idea. But I think that was him, if I'm remembering correctly. But, but All yeah. I know is, look, I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. I grew up. Ariel was, you know, she's not my favorite princess. That title goes to Belle. But Ariel was definitely up there. Um, I don't know if I saw myself in her or whatever. But I will know that, like, I do know that, like, she looked like me. Mm -hmm. You know, being white. It literally does not do anything to me that they've decided to cast a black woman as the new Ariel. Doesn't take it away. She's beautiful. 
She's a mermaid. So I mean, I, hey, you know what? They have the red hair. Like, yeah. So I did actually see something really interesting uh-huh. um, on TikTok. I forgot. Uh, or I don't think I sent it to you, but it was this woman breaking down Ariel and the, her uh, six sisters. Yes. Who all represent the seven seas. Yeah. And which sea they each represent. And Ariel represents the Red Sea. Right. And if you look at what countries <laughs> are the coastline for that sea, casting a black person to play Ariel, Ariel makes tons of sense. Yeah. And like, like I said, to me... You know what? There is a whole generation of little black girls now that can see themselves in another Disney princess. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's beautiful. You know, like I said, it literally does nothing to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I guess if you have a problem with that, I I don't understand why. (laughs) So I will say, and this isn't like instead, this isn't a one or the other kind of thing, but I would absolutely love to see more stories taken from um, those cultures specifically and retold with respect in a Disney property. Because there's just as many rich, uh, wonderful story. There's rich and wonderful stories in every culture. Yeah. Um, And I would love for Disney to expand out and tell some of those stories, like I said, respectfully. um, Yeah. And have people representative of those cultures tell those stories. Yeah. You know, I've never really. um, Honestly, I've never done that much research on how Moana was received at the time it came out by Mm -hmm. the Hawaiian culture. But I know. I mean, I, I haven't heard that it wasn't well received. And if if the culture was opened to letting Disney tell that story and they cast, you know, we get into the it's kind of this whole thing where like, you know, mermaids aren't real people. But if they were telling a story about a real people, they should mm-hmm. definitely cast people from that specific culture. So, OK, moving on into Pixar. Yeah, we got a first look at Elemental. Yeah. Which is apparently a story about elemental beings. Yeah. One of fire and one of water who are in love. And they can't touch. But yeah, they can't get too close to each other because, you know, fire Fire and water. water. Um, I mean, it's one of those things. I I look at this kind of the way I looked at Inside Out where I'm like, I understand what you're telling me the premise is. I can't facilitate how this is going to be a thing in my head. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, like with anything Pixar, with the exception of the good dinosaur, we've seen everything that Pixar's ever put out. And I will just preface this by saying, I've heard the good dinosaur is good. We have never watched it for no other reason than it came out in a time where we just were not able to see it. Yeah. So I think Michael had just been born or something. And so like, we could not see it. We just have not seen it yet. I have no animosity towards the yeah. good dinosaur. Um, speaking of Inside Out, there was an announcement. It's on the list. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll get there. Don't okay. worry. Okay. Uh, we are also getting our first Pixar series, uh-huh. Win or Lose. Yeah, that looks like it could be because uh, it's like a baseball series, right? Based on the picture that they have here, it does look like it's baseball, but uh, I just assumed something sports related. Yeah. And it's it's probably going to be a fun watch. Yeah, it'll probably be super cute. Uh, so we also got. Elio, mm-hmm. uh, a boy who finds himself transported across the galaxy and mistaken for the intergalactic ambassador for our planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, that premise just reeks of potential hijinks. Definitely. I'm, <laughs> I'm into it. I think it sounds cute. Um, 
yeah, that one in the art looks good, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we got an announcement for Inside Out 2, which... So I'll be honest, when you first told me that, I'm like, but why? They already did that. But then I was like, well, there's a... You mean a... they did the continuation? Well, no, like they did Riley's... Inside Out. Right. They told the story, like, you know, that period of time in a child, in a young girl's life, but a child's life in general is a very emotional time. Yes. But it's like, oh, there's lots of periods in your life that are extremely emotional where you learn new ways to deal with emotions and things like that. So it's like they could literally tell a dozen of these so probably. So I will just say when I first heard it was announced, I was really excited. And I don't think I've told you this off pod but so i was talking to one of our friends and i did some more research about this uh-huh they have not cast they cast amy poehler as joy uh-huh. but they have not as of yet they have not cast everyone else and from what i'm understanding mindy calling as discussed and uh, lewis black as no, i don't know about lewis black okay i'm talking about uh, it's only i'm only talking about two right now oh, okay mindy calling and then the guy who plays fear who uh-huh. i can picture his face but i cannot get his name out of my brain right now um anyway i've heard that they are not going to be involved at all and they're potentially choose it's going to be riley as a teen and they're going to potentially have other emotions and i'm like but we've already established in inside out that there were only five emotions for everybody because mm-hmm. we saw the yeah. adult emotions and they're it's all the same so i will just say i'm I will hold out hope that that's not true. But you're hesitant. And there's st- still an early development and they'll get their shit together and realize they've already established. Because the thing is like, and my thing is like fear and disgust are such an important part of being a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> um. I wonder why they're not involved. I don't, I have no idea. I don't know if it's just not true yeah. or they haven't been involved yet. Like maybe there's just little that they know and they're just announcing it. But all I'll say is I will be extremely disappointed or they better have a damn good explanation as to why when you're a child, you have five emotions. And when you're adult, you have five emotions. But maybe when you're a teenager, shit yeah. goes haywire in well, your brain. Like I just I mean, it does. And, and they definitely have like the puberty board. Yeah. But I just assumed that it would be all the same, the same five if they were going to do it. So, again, I'm I'm still kind of excited about it because Inside Out is probably up there with, like, my favorite Pixar movies. But I'm definitely kind of hesitant and not sure until we get more information. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to skip a few of these that we didn't really see. Okay. Well, do you care? So, yeah. like, we're getting a Zootopia Plus. The show is not a sequel to the series, actually a mid-quill series. Speaking of a Zootopia, I did hear that they're putting a Zootopia Land and Animal Kingdom at Disney World. That's not surprising. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I... Oh, and speaking of theme parks, <laughs> they're redoing Splash Mountain Yes. for... Um, Princess the, and the Frog. The Princess and the Frog, which I think is perfect. Yeah. Like, it's it's going to be awesome. I didn't hear anything about this, and I'm going to butcher the name. Owaju. Owaju. Journey into a futuristic version of Lagos, Nigeria, with this first look at Disney Animation and Kugali's Iwaju. Interesting. The all-new original series streams on Disney Plus in 2023. Okay. That sounds interesting. Uh, Strange World looks good. Uh, we've mm-hmm. seen trailers for that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's see. So we have Wish, which this is an interesting premise for, um, I think it's a feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Where does it talk? It's basically the origin. I think the origin of the myth of the wishing star. Right. So that could be a really cool story to tell. Yes, I agree. All right. Into the main course, Lucasfilm and then um, Marvel. Okay. So we got a new trailer for Andor. Yes. Which just continues to look better and better everything I see about it. Yes, I agree. Uh, we got a an official full trailer for Willow. Right. And I will say that I have not seen Willow in so long that I don't really remember it. So I definitely want to rewatch it before we watch this series. But even as someone that doesn't really remember Willow, it looks so good. Yeah. I, I will say I am a little sad that we don't get um, some aged Mad Mardigan um, action in this new series, at least the way it seems. I haven't heard mm-hmm. about Val Kilmer being involved in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't exactly know how long of a time gap there is between Willow and this series, but it yeah. looks really good. It does. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 2 uh, was officially announced, I think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was just the trailer. I don't know. But I, I haven't finished watching The Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. It's So Star Wars has a whole lot of things going on in its mythos already. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching The Bad Batch, I was like, I don't really need Star Wars superheroes also. Because <laughs> the, bad ba- the premise of The Bad Batch is they are clones that were experimented on on a... Um, uh like what's the word i'm looking for like their genes were experimented on so one of them has like enhanced strength and they okay. all have these like that makes sense. And stuff i had like no that. idea what it was about and that makes sense that they're the bad batch yeah well sense. maybe it's not that they were experimented on maybe they were like you know quality controlled out <laughs> <laughs> but the, the it wasn't bad it just like it didn't do anything for me when i was sure. watching it uh, we got a trailer for Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, which looks wonderful. It looks like we're getting some really early Ahsoka stuff. Yeah. Some stuff involving Count Dooku. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was, I think, another character that we were seeing glimpses of, but I don't remember. But it looks like the Count Dooku stuff looks like from a good time, a good amount of time before the prequels even. Yes. It looks very interesting. So that, yeah, that looks really good. We got a trailer for that. We got um, some news on the Ahsoka series, which is uh, going to be finishing filming soon if it hasn't already, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I know we saw Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka already, but she just looks so good. Yeah, that so Ahsoka has definitely become uh, it seems like a fan favorite character. Mm hmm. And so I think it was you told me that John Favreau tweeted that the Ahsoka series is like uh, Dave Filoni's magnum opus. Yes, John Favreau did say that. And that's that's 100% not surprising to me because look at how well Filoni and Favreau did on Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. And from watching The Clone Wars, it definitely seems like Dave Filoni uh, has a deep love for the Mandalorians in Star Star Wars lore. Mm -hmm. So for him to take what I'm assuming is his original character that was established in the clone wars Mm -hmm. and do a live action series where she's an adult. Um, it's, I just can't, I can't see it not being his best work. Yeah. Cause he puts, he puts passion into everything he does. 
especially Star Wars, especially things that he loves in Star Wars. So I would only assume especially a an original character that is not that not only seems very close to him, but also is seems to be beloved by the fans. Right. And or I, at least a lot of fans. And she she was rough for me early on, like in the Clone yeah. Wars movie. It was it was rough to enjoy yeah, her you and I both didn't really enjoy her that much in the Clone Wars movie. We were like, oh, that was the thing, mm-hmm. you know, but um, I know like I haven't watched all of Clone Wars like you have the show. Yeah. Like you have. But the little bit, I think I've watched like a season and a half. Um, and she was so good in the yeah, show. They, they really give her some really meaty stories. Yeah. And I definitely would love I mean, I'm probably not going to do it before her show comes out, but. Um, I would definitely love to, I think I've said this like every episode so far, but like I would love to watch Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, we got an announcement for Star Wars The Skeleton Crew, mm-hmm. but we don't really know anything about it. No, I mean, the name sounds interesting. It has Jude Law in it. Yeah, the name sounds interesting, so awesome. I <laughs> uh, got an official trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3, mm-hmm. so the hype train is rolling in on that. Yep, all uh, about that life. Yeah, give me more Mandalorian. Just never stop making that show. I don't foresee me ever not enjoying it. <laughs> um, we got a little bit of news about Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, um, Harrison Ford did say this is going to be his final bow as Indy. Um, which that's probably good. Um, now I did read something on Twitter that said something like he said that he doesn't want anyone else being indie, but it's like he that's not his decision. Yeah. Um but I, I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I'm hopeful. All right, moving into Marvel. All right. So, you know, we got a bit of information about a lot of stuff. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever still looks amazing. Can't wait to see that in November. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff about Ironheart. Um, not a whole lot of, like, trailers and stuff. Some stuff about Ant-Man. Oh, we did get, like, what might be a premise for Ant-Man, which is that um, Kang kidnaps cassie yes scott's daughter yes and uses that to coerce scott into pulling off a heist in the quantum realm yes which sounds it sounds cool yeah bring it uh i just hope that scott isn't a total moron again yeah (laughs) but we'll see (laughs) <laughs> um werewolf by night was a big surprise yeah and the trailer especially it is so the trailer is in black and white and it is 100 percent uh shot like a classic monster flick yeah like a b-movie monster flick not even b-movie yeah, like i'm going back like... to like those old universal monster uh yeah. movies like wolfman yeah uh was it creature from the black lagoon yeah the mummy um you know stuff like that and i'm 100 percent in it yeah uh, it looks it's... great and like i don't think anybody really knew if it, if uh, people knew it was coming we certainly did not get that news yeah but it looks it looks good I uh, got a trailer for Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. which is the uh, the series focusing on... Well, it seems like it's focusing on Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, Stoked. Trailer looks great. Give me all the Samuel L. Jackson I can take because, you know, who He's doesn't love Samuel L. Jackson? Crazy people. Um, some stuff about Armor Wars, Loki Season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did get a director announcement for Fantastic Four, which is yes. Matt Shackman. Yeah, people, including me, 
were not very happy because they did kind of make it seem during Comic-Con that we would get some additional Fantastic Four news. Yeah, I thought Kevin Feige said something about like filling out phase six at D23. Yeah, and he definitely did not. Yeah. That was a big tease, Kevin Feige. We still love you, but that wasn't cool. But New York Comic-Con is, you know, coming up reasonably soon. So, but I am a little disappointed. I was really hoping we would get that casting information. Yeah, they talked a little bit about Echo, uh, Daredevil Born Again, Yep, Captain America New World Order, which we got a villain announcement for that one, didn't we? I don't know. I, don't I think we what. did, but I don't remember who. <laughs> yeah, oh well. Uh, and then we got Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Which looks, so, you know, interesting. Yeah, so the one thing I will say about Thunderbolts is we got um, a lineup for the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Which consists of uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character, uh, Valentina. Mm-hmm. Ghost from Quantumania. Yes. Uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name of the dude from Black Widow. The guy that's like Captain America for Russia. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. Um, so, and then... Um, Yelena. Yelena. Florence P- Pugh. Uh, Bucky. Fake Captain America. Uh-huh. And a couple of others. Uh, yeah. Taskmaster was in there. And here's my only issue with the lineup. Yes. That's a lot of people that kind of do the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's I was expecting a wider array of powers to be on display. Mm-hmm. But um, I am excited for it because I love Bucky. Um, yes. I'm excited to see them potentially expand on the Taskmaster character because Taskmaster is one of my favorite villains in Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it looks good. I'm excited. You know, we got some information or I got some, you know, talked about the Marvels a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's it. And then the um, one of the other things that they did was a 20th Century Fox thing. And all they talked about was the new Avatar movie. Yeah, apparently they showed a bit of it. Um, I will say also in terms of disappointment when it comes to not talking more about phase six, six is we did not get, um, any more information about the potential Deadpool three, but you know, that's all right. Yeah. (laughs) We can, you know what the thing is, they gave us so much that, um, instead of, you know, continuing to dwell on the bad, I'll be like, you know what though? Look at all the cool shit we are definitely getting. Yeah. And it it all looks great. It all looks great. Um, did we want to take a quick break before I go into the Emmys or did we want to keep going? We can take a quick break. All right. We'll be right back. All right. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
And we're back. So you wanted to talk about the Emmys. I did. I did um, not watch. No, you, you were in the room, but you weren't really yeah. paying attention. Um, so if I haven't said so before on the podcast, I really, I love watching the Emmys and I love watching the Oscars. Those are the two I definitely watch. Uh, some And the Golden Globes. I like the Golden Globes too. You're um, all in an award season. I do. I don't, I, the thing is like, I don't even watch all the things. Yeah. Um, but I think it just reminds me of when I was a little girl and like my grandma and I would watch it together. So I still watch. Um, I did do like a printout of the awards this year, so I didn't have to like write everything down myself. Um, so I will say, um, so the governor's award this year went to Gina Davis, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, love Gina Davis. Probably the bet one of the best Emmy any award speech I've ever seen was from Cheryl Lee Ralph and she won for supporting actress in a comedy series for Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. She like sung part of her Okay. Um speech. I think I, was, I think I heard some of that. Oh my god, it was just it was the best. And uh um I don't neither of us watch Abbott Elementary. I've had it on my Hulu list for a while and um I think after seeing like it, it won a couple awards so i'm like you know maybe um, i think i do want to give it a shot not just because it won awards but because it like reminded me that i wanted to watch it um so on topic of abbott elementary um the hold on let me find it where is it oh yeah so the actress um let me find her name sorry it's just her name is Quinta brunson Okay. Okay. So she she was nominated for lead actress in a comedy series. She was also nominated for um, writing Abbott Elementary, and before her award, um, it was Will Arnett mm-hmm. and Jimmy Kimmel presenting this award, and Will Arnett like drags Jimmy Kimmel across the stage uh, because the premise or the joke. Was that he oversell or he overindulged because uh, John Oliver won yet again for um, Variety Talk series? John Oliver's won every year for several years now. Oh wow! But his I didn't show know that. is amazing. Um, but anyway, and so that was the premise. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Kimmel laid there the whole time, which I mean, look, it wasn't funny, mm-hmm. but it was whatever. That's if that's the joke they're going for, that's the joke they're going for. Whether it was scripted or not, I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they present this award to Quinta Brunson, who she I believe she might be the first black woman to ever win a writing award. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jimmy Kimmel still just lays there. And it, to me, it was just. It's so rude yeah for him to just stay there and she's like accepting her award and she said that it didn't bother her and i i think that she was supposed to be on his talk show this week and i meant to like follow up and mm-hmm. watch the segment but i have forgotten so maybe they did address this and this is like old news but at the same time it doesn't matter to me like it was still fucking rude in the moment yeah i think I think in any situation, you don't want to do something to take the focus off of anyone winning an award. Right. But especially if it is, you know, like you said, the first black woman to win a writing award or for comedy Which, or again, whatever, I, however specific it is. Yeah, you know, I'm that's not a big 100%, moment. but like, 
she she deserved to stand up there on her own and accept her award without standing over Jimmy Kimmel mm-hmm. because he wanted to sell some stupid joke. Yeah, and because, like I said, it takes the focus off the person. Now, the the one thing I will say is that we as a society, as viewers, as consumers of these things, could ignore him doing that and yes. focus on her Yeah, I as agree. well as the people reporting about it. I agree. But Maybe. they know that that kind of talk is going to... Uh, right. get people to read their articles and there have been things like you know everyone wants a controversial moment at these award shows now because <laughs> of you know what happened at the sorry oscars it's okay sorry i should have paused what no, happened at right. the oscars this year with will smith and chris oh. rock and then like what happened a couple years ago when the wrong person was announced at the oscars or the wrong movie was announced. Or John Travolta saying the person's name completely it wrong. It was Adina Menzel. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but um, I think, you know, there is some of that too. That it's like you want to have these moments at these award shows that like get people to want to watch. Like, oh, what's going to happen next? But like, I will just say someone that watch, watches the award shows. And I've talked to other people that also watch the award shows that feel the same way I do. Which is that... I don't want controversy at these things. Like, yeah, they're boring. Well, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think I think the problem, is, well, not the problem, but I think the the thing is, is that the, the networks are trying to make it entertaining so more people will watch them. Right. But I kind of feel like it's one of those things where it's like, if you want to air them, don't air it for ratings. Air it because you want to air these people being recognized for the work that they do. Exactly. And if it's not financially viable for you to do that, then don't air them. Yep. But, you know, don't turn it into something to try to make it entertainment as opposed to what it is. It's an award show. It's people being recognized for their contributions to, in the case of the Emmys, to TV. Exactly. That's how I feel, but, too. Um, so for competition program, um, RuPaul Jacques Grace has won this award for several years as well Mm -hmm. and it was actually beat out this year by a um show by the um musician lizzo okay um called lizzo watch out for the big girls i believe it's like a dance competition show but it's all like bigger Mm -hmm. women um i kind of watched afterward i first of all i didn't even know it had come out yet let alone was like up for an award this is how out of the loop i've been with like the award stuff this year um but it looks so good um so i'm kind of excited to watch that and i really like lizzo so um and then let's see okay so squid game actually won two awards it was the first foreign um first foreign drama ever uh it was the first foreign drama ever nominated nominated, and and it it got it got two awards directing for a drama series and lead actor in a drama series so i thought that was awesome and they are doing a season two which i'm like okay that could be kind of cool yeah i know you weren't about that squid game life but no and then um i think the only other ones i wanted to talk about were the two for or the three for ted lasso because we love that show Mm -hmm. uh brett goldstein won again for supporting actor Mm -hmm. Uh, who who does brett goldstein play uh is that Roy, Roy Kent? Kent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's so good. He is so good. It's so funny. Like that character is so great because he's he he's you feel like he should be that character that is the villain 
in the show, but, yeah, but he's, he's so damn likable, and they don't write like he's the what grump. he does is not villainous at, at all. But he's, the, a, he's just grumpy. Yeah, he's the grump with a heart of gold. Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. He's your favorite kind of character. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than old wise mentors, um, Jason Sudeikis won for lead actor, and uh, Ted Lasso won for best comedy series. Okay, so. Um, it is I such think... a, if anybody hasn't seen Ted Lasso and you have Apple TV Plus or are planning on getting a new iPhone and you get a year for free and you haven't used it yet, watch Ted Lasso. It is 100%. It is joy in visual media. Yeah. It's about it's, the best way to describe it's, it. It's, here's the thing. I understand like some people are really like worried about like the hype, you know, but like it is a show that is truly hype for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Cannot wait for season three. Potentially the last season, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's been a lot of shit we watched in the last two weeks. Well, uh... Or do we have more news, or...? Well, not news, but I was going to talk about what I was watching, and then I figured, like, did you want to do Reality Corner? I mean, I can briefly talk about what a shit show The Bachelorette is again, but, like, I just don't even think I want to go there. You want to beat that dead horse? Honestly, and the fact that like the the one one of the bachelorettes it for sure isn't with the other guy anymore and it looks like it's going to be a nightmare to watch next week. Mm-hmm. And then the other bachelorette is potentially still either engaged or with the other guy, but all this horrible shit has been coming out about him. Like um he did blackface as Jimi Hendrix in high school, which so he posted a thing on Instagram that basically feigned ignorance somewhat and took responsibility and took some accountability. So we can appreciate mm-hmm. that. But at the same time, it's like you should still know. Well, and he, he did. I will say he did grow up in a very predominantly white mm-hmm. place. But there's been pictures of him tagged with people wearing MAGA hats. And yeah. um, it just came out this week that like. He was potentially seeing somebody like he broke up with her to go on the show and she had like the receipts. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, that doesn't I don't see for me. That's not that surprising at all. No. And, you know, the thing is, I will say again, I I want to give this man the benefit of the doubt in terms of like maybe he did break up with this girl to go on the show. Well, he did because mm-hmm. the I've seen the receipts. But maybe he really did fall in love with Gabby and he didn't realize that he was missing her in his life. And maybe they've grown a lot as a couple because the show's been finished filming for months Mm -hmm. now. Um, But neither of them has said anything. But the last episode is this week and they do like it's called After the Final Rose. And so I'm sure they're going to talk about it. But I will just say I was so excited for two bachelorettes. And now I'm like, please don't ever fucking do this again. Because it's just or, been, or if you do, do it better. Yeah, it's just been terrible. Um, and other than that, I have been like plowing through Drag Race. Like I am almost done with season twelve. Um, sadly, for whatever reason, I cannot watch season thirteen or fourteen on Paramount Plus. Um, I did watch season fourteen as it aired on Hulu, but I cannot watch season thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to buy it and I'm not buying it. Yeah. So I just have to kind of wait and see if it comes out. But like all the All Star seasons are on Paramount Plus. So I I don't know what's up with that. But anyways, that's oh. And they did a continuation of Love is Blind 
uh, season two, there was a three episode arc that they aired on Friday and I finished it. And all I have to say is Deep Tea and Kyle forever. And I am not surprised that the other two couples that were married are now divorced. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's it for Reality Corner. Do you want to talk about what you watched? Yeah, and why so, we named the title of this episode. So, yeah, if you didn't notice, the, the title of this episode is Cobra Y. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, uh, well, quite a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. you were talking about a show that you were watching and you had the revelation of like, why am I still watching this? I'm not really into it, but I don't hate it. It's not doing much for me. And then you hit it was a Virgin season. River. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. hit a season. And you're like, oh, this is really good. You're really into it. Yes. I'm five seasons into Cobra Kai <laughs> and it hasn't had that season for me yet. And I remember when we were talking about it, I was like, I was doing that with a show and I don't remember what it was. It was Cobra Kai. <laughs> now, I love the Karate Kid trilogy. Uh, some of my favorite movies, I rewatch them constantly. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like if I don't know what else to watch and I happen to stumble across it on a streaming service, I'm like, oh, I'll put that on. Yeah. My issues with Cobra Kai are number one, the character of Daniel, who I did not know was going to be as prominent in the series when it originally was being promoted. Mm -hmm. Um, But the character of Daniel, he's no different than the Daniel we see in Karate Kid Part 1. Okay. Like, absolutely. He he makes the worst decisions. Everyone, the, the biggest issue is everyone in that show makes the worst decisions at every turn. Huh. Like, there's, you know... You're in a situation and there's the right way to handle it, the wrong way to handle it, and then the dumbest fucking <laughs> way to possibly address anything is way off in the distance. And they will run full speed for that option, it seems like. Um, Sorry, no- can I interrupt? Do you mm-hmm. think it's because they want to tell, like, they want to tell the most ridiculous story? Or do you think it's bad writing? Or I like, don't what know. Do you think? Like, there are times when I feel like the show is kind of parodying it uh the franchise okay um but there are a few moments where you get some really good stuff but like they're also just kind of i feel like they're kind of retelling the same story every season gotcha. and this is somewhat like here's the thing i'm not 100 percent opposed to these things mm-hmm. i mean we sat through uh what 15 seasons of supernatural we that did. is literally the same thing it is the brothers making the worst decision possible <laughs> At every turn. Well, really what it is, is the brothers making terrible decisions and then not talking to each other about it. And then because they didn't talk to each other about it, there's drama drama. and that's the terrible part. And then when they finally come together to resolve the problem, one of them dies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which, by the way, we love Supernatural. Yeah, I love it. But Um, that is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just kind of like, I get a lot of it, I feel like, is remember this character like it is relying on nostalgia more than bohemian rap city relied on queen's music to be good (laughs) um but yeah it's just i don't know why i'm still watching it i think i'm just i'm hoping it does something to me like the original movies did Mm -hmm. and i fully enjoy it but ultimately it's just not do like uh, there isn't a single character in the show that i root for like there isn't one character that you're like oh you know what though this guy he's all right yeah uh, it just hasn't but happened the real yet. question are you going to watch the next season i probably will like that's the <laughs> thing and it, i think it's because i'm hoping that it turns into something that i do thoroughly enjoy yeah but also at the same time I'm like i'm five seasons in yeah. um i can binge it 
Uh, I think I watched this, uh, the fifth season that just came out in like two or three days. Yeah. And, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I, I ultimately, I don't know why I continue to watch it every time there's a new season. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's a show that just confused me. And the thing is, is people, I hear people, so many people just absolutely love that show. Yeah. They think it's amazing and that's great for them. I just don't see it. Yeah. But, but yeah, so that's why this episode is called Cobra Y. And I came up with that title long before we, we record started uh, recording. Like two weeks ago. Uh, no, it was, la- it was a week ago, I think. Uh, yeah. um, and it's just for the simple fact that it's, why am I still watching? I don't know. And it's not like I'm hate watching. It's not like I'm like, oh, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Because like, it's not. Yeah. I just, I don't know what it's trying to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my spiel on... Um, cobra kai okay if you're enjoying it fucking power to you enjoy all the things you can and don't let anybody tell you not to i just and if you are enjoying it and you want to tell me what i'm not getting about it please tell me because it might you know spark something in me and make me go oh shit you're right this is amazing and i hope it does I, i always love revisiting something from a new direction and falling in love with it either all over again or um having a new opinion on it yeah so i will just say i did talk to someone about virgin river um Mm -hmm. it was it's this girl i followed on instagram for a while and she actually started watching it and it was like i think she caught what i didn't which is that it very much is i mean i've said before it's very much like a lifetime series Mm -hmm. but it's like all the shit that could go wrong is going wrong to these people and you just have to kind of keep watching Kind of like a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just have to keep watching to see what happens. And that's exactly why I kept watching it. And it finally redeemed itself a little bit. Um, but yeah. Um, so we've watched quite a bit together. And I don't think we can really go into. Let's just let's let's hit the the hit. Ah, sorry. Let's hit the peaks. Okay. So... so Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. First, real quick. Like there's been a lot. Um, Penny. Penny and Leonard engaged and married since yeah. we've been gone. Uh, Sheldon and Amy love broke up. Had coitus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're talking about the show like it hasn't been off the air for I know. how many years. Well, I'm just now? saying like where we are now. Yeah. Um, Howard's mom died. Uh, we just got to the episode where Howard and Bernadette announced that they're expecting. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed our rewatch. It's a, it's been a good binger. Yeah. It's just what we put on when we don't know what else and we don't have to pay full attention to it. So, mm-hmm. um, we have been watching She-Hulk yes. with our son. Yes. Uh, he, he loves the Hulk. Yeah. And when She-Hulk was coming out, he was very specific about saying he wanted to watch it with us. Mm-hmm. And we were like, absolutely. Yes, yeah. let's do it. He yeah. he also just to to before we get deep into She Hulk, he also discovered the Honey I Shrunk yes. People franchise. Yes, he did. Um, which he is absolutely loving. He has watched the first one, the third one, and most of the second one. Yes. I don't think we finished it. I don't think it, that he one's doing it. much for him yet. I don't think so either. He like he didn't ask to watch it more. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll finish it at some point, but he's he's definitely into Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Yeah. 
Uh, and Honey, so, I Shrunk the Kids is such a great movie. He actually decided he wanted to try oatmeal cream pies for the first time because of that movie. So thank you to the movie for getting our son, our very picky eater, to try something new. That movie was also the reason why he asked me if oatmeal cream pies are for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the because, because Nick eats one for breakfast after Amy burns the food. Yeah, but we're anyway, like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on to She Hulk. Yes. So uh, um, I didn't know how deep we wanted to get into it necessarily. Well, I don't think we need to go like a plot synopsis, but yeah. like I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I, mm-hmm. it's a great watch. Um, mm-hmm. the the fourth wall breaks took a little while for me to get used to. Yeah, we're not really used to that in Marvel movies. Yeah, in MCU. Yeah, in the MCU, which I mean, hey, prep for Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I've, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really enjoy the actress that plays She-Hulk. I don't know her name. I don't either. Um, but I really enjoy her a lot. I do. The one thing I do like about the fourth wall breaks is the last two episodes, I think had, um, Wong from Dr. Strange. And I love that she acknowledged the, like bringing in an MCU character to get, basically to get views and she was what is in the most recent episode she makes a comment about how wong being in it again is basically like twitter armor for the week yes yeah it was great it was wonderful yeah it's nice knowing that uh marvel is um marvel gets it yes they do they're in on they're in on it yeah um and on the most recent episode we also she went to a costumer yeah. Um. And we saw a little sneaky peeky of the Daredevil helmet. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I will say, I'm not the biggest fan of the yellow Daredevil costume. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, give me, give me Matt Murdock. Give yes. me, give me Charlie Cox. Give which me. Which isn't he supposed to be in She-Hulk at some point? Yes. So hopefully that's coming soon. Now that we've seen. Yeah, I think I think he's supposed him. to be. I don't know if he's supposed to be there as um, Daredevil or, or just, as, as, Matt just as Matt Murdock. Because I mean, she's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. It's a yeah. very easy crossover. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's exciting. And mm-hmm. we actually we got a couple episodes behind on that, but uh, we caught up. So yeah. Because, um, again, we watched that with our son. And uh, speaking of that, we are actually hopefully going to be watching some anime with him soon. He expressed some interest in watching um, an anime. So, yeah. So we're going to we're going to line him up with uh, Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. My Hero Academia and Avatar The Last mm-hmm. Airbender. Uh, to see which one he enjoys the most and then we'll watch that full series. Yeah. Honestly, for me, it's just exciting because he's finally at an age where it's not just the same episode of a show over and over again. And he's seen something that he thinks he might like and asking us about it. And potentially we're all going to sit down and watch it together. And like, this is just wonderful to me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I've been, I feel like I've been waiting for this. Yeah. And we've, you know, you know, we watch movies and stuff with him, but also we both, very much like anime, very much like animation in general. Mm-hmm. So for him to be like, hey, let's watch not only a cartoon, but a uh, an anime. Yeah. Um, super into it. Now, you know, I will acknowledge that I don't know, depending on where you draw your lines, Avatar isn't technically anime right. for some people. Right. But it is in that vein. It's in that same vein. Yeah. Um the I feel like the the Venn diagram of people who like anime and people who like Avatar: The Last Airbender is uh, 
like it's, a circle it's pretty much a circle yeah yeah i agree but um so yeah i'm just i'm really enjoying watching she hulk with him mm-hmm. and he seems to be really liking yeah. it a lot what else we did watch an episode of paper girls but honestly it's been so long now i don't really remember yeah what happened like i wrote some stuff down we might have to go back and rewatch that but um i did i do remember because i wrote it down that um you find out like the main girl she like quit paper girls after one day so like yeah. like weren't even really her friends in for that, that long future. in that future um so i found that really interesting that i i found that interesting enough that i wrote that down but yeah i we definitely need to get back on that and then one of the other ones we've watched did you want to talk about something else besides we touch on the one we just watched? No. Okay, so the last thing that we've been watching is we started watching the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power series on Amazon Prime. Yes. You, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go ahead. Or do you want me to go first? I don't, I'll go. Um, okay. So. Uh, we're only two episodes in. Yeah, we're only two episodes in. We know that at the time of this recording, there's four. We'll probably watch at least one more today. Yeah. after this but we wanted to get the podcast done get back in the groove definitely and whatnot so we did watch the first episode and then wait like over a week to watch the second episode we did so i'm going to address some things that i left the first episode with before seeing the second episode okay i felt like there were there were a lot of introductions yes but it's for me that's like meeting a crap ton of people at a party mm-hmm. like you walk away and you don't even remember half their names yeah. Um. I didn't feel like I was given enough. Um. Given enough. I didn't feel like I got enough from the characters to really be like at the end of the episode. Oh my god, what is going to happen with these characters? Yeah, the only characters we knew for sure were the ones we've already known. Yeah, like you know, we got some good stuff with Galadriel, mm-hmm. but none of the other like everybody was doing their job. They were making it work, and it was good. But like, yeah, it you know there was like four different plot lines being established. So we didn't get a ton of time with um, a lot of the characters. So like when I finished the first episode, I was like, you know, if this wasn't Lord of the Rings, I don't know if I would come back. Yeah. Um, Because it didn't, it just didn't hook me. And I take the stance of in today's world with how much content there is to consume. Mm hmm. You you got to come out swinging in that first episode. And I'm not saying, you know, you don't have to give me the whole nine yards on every single character. But give me something to latch on to in that first episode that makes me super excited for the next. The argument, I will say, we talked about this with a friend last night. And the argument was made that they they brought out two episodes to watch for the first time. So he his argument was basically that you have to consider... The two episodes as one because they no. came out at the same time. No, you don't. Because if, if a show drops its entire season yeah. and the first episode doesn't hook me, uh, you know, I might do it just because that's the kind of person I am. But I do still feel like you you got to come out swinging in that first Again, episode. Again, I, I point out to the audience how long we watched Halo before yeah. we gave up on it. Yeah. Um. But that being said, mm-hmm. so what were your opinions on the first episode? So I just wrote down names <laughs> and other than that, my opinion was just that I thought there was a lot of characters and I felt like, like you said, I didn't really get enough time with them. It was a lot of jumping around. I really thought 
um, that they would do it like the Lord of the Rings movie, which is where you are with one group of characters for a while and then you physically move with those characters to the next group of characters, to the next, and to the next. Mm-hmm. So you're introduced to people gradually, not all at once. Mm-hmm. And I do realize that I think at some point all of the characters are going to Yeah, it's converge. all going to... Yeah. Um, but I very much... And it's like... Um, was the show The Wheel of Time? It did mm-hmm. very much the same thing. You started with this group of characters and you moved yeah. with them. Um, now that isn't to say I I think I liked it mm-hmm. uh, because I was like, yeah, I want to watch the next episode. And then we just um, I was getting very tired this week and couldn't stay up after yeah. our son went to bed to watch it. Um, but. Why don't we talk about how you felt about the second episode? Well, before we get to that, there was yeah. one other thing. Also, when you're starting the episode with glimpses of the war that the elves have with, uh, I think his name, I think the name is Morgoth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I'm not super deep into Lord of the Rings yeah, uh, I wrote lore down, and stuff like I that. I wrote down Morgoth equals villain. <laughs> yeah. But so they started off with this initial war that the elves have with Morgoth and they're showing some glimpses and some shit. And I'm just like, fuck yeah. Yeah, he give me cool. this story. Yeah, you know, but what we're seeing is related to that, but not that story. So, yeah. um, so yeah, and you know, I'm not trying to shit talk the 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 show based on one episode because it it's still good. And you yes. know what? Maybe it is leaning on name recognition to get people to keep watching, and it's working for me. I'm gonna keep watching it. Yeah. Um, second episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, much. I don't even want to say better. because it implies that it wasn't intentional like oh we fixed some shit but like you know the dwarves are great always um i actually do like the harfoots yes um they they're like like early hobbits right okay i believe there's a number of different hobbit like um creatures cultures or creatures whatever it may be Mm um interested to see what's going on with this dude that fell from the sky yeah we don't know is he like a wizard or we're not really sure yeah and they haven't one thing that joe noticed is because we had it paused for a second they don't have in the way amazon works is whoever's on the screen they put the actor and the character yeah, name which, which is, is super, super cool. cool um but they actually only have his actor name they didn't have yeah. a character so very thoughtful and when they've been putting in the captions it just says strange person Mm -hmm. they don't say what or who it is because the captions will ruin it every fucking time i will say that the captions in general are like they it will happen but not much um yeah and we watch everything with captions because i watch everything with captions yeah (laughs) but so like the the whole thing with elrond and doran doran uh-huh um was really cool that was cool um it's because Elrond is going there to ask for their help to build this forge, essentially. I think it's the gist of it. And he's talking about how him and Durin have been friends for so long. And he'll, they'll be welcomed with blaring trumpets and a feast and all this kind of stuff. And basically they're not. And no. Durin wants nothing to do with Elrond, essentially. And because he hasn't seen him. And- I was going to say, and it's actually really sweet because you find out that the reason Durin is so mad at Elrond is because Elrond hasn't seen him in 20 years. Yeah. Elrond wasn't there when he got married. He wasn't there when his kids were born. And they Durin thought they were like best friends. Right. And Durin points out that like, yeah, 20 years is a blink of an eye for an elf. But for me, it's like a whole life. Yeah. He said, I've had a whole lifetime in that. Yeah. And um, I think... Um, 
you know, like we know for Lord of the Rings, like the dwarves and elves are not on good terms necessarily. Yes, but we also know that there were alliances. Yes, there were alliances. So like we're definitely seeing like this early potential alliance. But what I'm saying is like we kind of know the history for both. So we're seeing this like early yeah thing but like it's it's sad and it's true you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um honestly like the stuff that uh, interested me the most in the first episode was the least interesting in this episode like Uh every time they were showing galadriel i was like all right get back to the dwarves and get back to arendil i think the elf that is searching that tunnel yeah um yeah, I want to know. Well, we did. I think we did see that creature potentially. Yeah, and I'm I, I'm assuming that's they're the orcs in this series, like proto orcs. Yeah. One thing that I really enjoyed about that one that we saw is it really looked like the the these creatures are extremely strong. Yes. Because this dude was throwing people around and throwing and he shit wasn't, around. He wasn't big. Yeah. So they're they're really hyping up just how much of a threat these things can be, which. Really, like, thinking about it in Lord of the Rings, like, it was really just their numbers that kind of made them a threat. Yeah, it, exactly. Th- at least they that's went, the way it They presented. went down pretty easy when yeah. they went down. So And now, you know, if this is the way that those are supposed to be, like, if, you know, the orcs in Lord of the Rings in the trilogy are as strong as these, you can watch Lord of the Rings with a new appreciation be like, look how fucking badass Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli are. Yeah, exactly. You know? But uh, but yeah, second episode, very happy with. Uh, gave me some things that I'm really interested in, like the friendship between Elrond and Durin. Yeah. Um, I want to see that like re f- re fire. Yeah. You know? Um, and I will also say that like I, even though there was an issue for me with like the jumping around in the first episode, this time I feel like it did jump around, but we were given more time. I think, with yeah, each I think the segment. yeah, I think the segments were longer. Yeah, and so um, I agree with you, Galadriel stuff. Like it was interesting. It was fine. It was fine. Like she's stranded in the ocean. She mm-hmm. finds a boat with humans on it, and all but one of them dies. We did not catch his name. Yeah, I'm. Um, one thing I'm interested in is um i wonder if this because the show's going to be on for five years i wonder if this is going to touch on like the i guess the start of the the people known as the dunadine which is what aragorn was well so i have heard because um i follow this girl on twitter and she's like super into like fantasy and stuff mm-hmm. like this um i think her twitter handle is like nerd girl says or something like that um, I believe that she did say, cause she mentioned something about like the, the genes being strong mm-hmm. or like all of them are really attractive. So I think that it might be. Okay. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know who in this scenario mm-hmm. might be the start of that, but like, I'd be really interested to see how the Dunedain come to be because, um, you get like one line in, um, uh, two towers. I think it's two towers. Uh, where it's mentioned, like, you know, you're one of the Dunedain, uh, blessed, I think blessed by the elves with long life or something like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, how did they, how, how did that happen? I want to know. Be Galadriel. <laughs> well, it, it, I mean, it could be Galadriel. It could be anything. Who it knows? It could be anything. Yeah. Um, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was the towers that the elf once built. Were they the supposed, tower. the tower, is that supposed to be like Sauron's tower? Because it kind no. of looked like. It. I don't think that that is um, like the eye. I, I don't think that's Isengard. Okay. 
You're Sauron, right. I don't think so either. Or, no, Saruman's tower Saruman, is Isengard. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think so. I think what okay. it might be is that this is the forge that the, uh, the rings. rings will be uh, oh, okay. forged in. Okay, and cool. And then uh, Sauron forges his own ring. Right. So that's what I'm thinking. Again, I haven't I haven't even read The Lord of the Rings. I just can't do it. Uh, I'm Same. not a big reader. And yeah, so I obviously haven't read the Cimmerillion or anything I like that. I am a big reader. And yeah. I have not read Lord of the Rings, but we have both read The Hobbit, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm thinking that this forge that Elrond, and I can't remember the the Smith's, the Elven Smith's name. Um, yeah. But, so I'm thinking that this forge may be where the, the, rings. the rings of power are, which is however many it is. Three to the dwarves, nine to the realms of men, and like seven for the elves I think or something. the the title or like the opening sequence is like little circles. And I think yeah. that's all of yeah, the maybe. rings. <laughs> yeah. I don't but know. anyways, um, thoroughly enjoying it. The second episode, um, definitely got me more invested. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm glad that we watched the second episode before recording the podcast. So we could kind of have that frame of reference and we do still have two episodes to mm-hmm. get caught up. So, that's exciting. So, yeah, I think we are good for the day. Yeah, I think so. And hopefully and I, we'll be back next week also. Hopefully. I'm really missing recording the podcast again. And But you know what? Sometimes life comes up and the podcast is always here. So, yeah. And we appreciate anyone that's out there listening. Mm-hmm. So we're probably going to go watch some more Rings of Power. And then at some point we're going to get tri-tip sandwiches from our favorite place in town. Well, I'll get pulled <laughs> pork, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so thanks for listening and we will catch you next week, hopefully. Yep. And all the social media is in the description. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.